0: Hello and welcome to episode two of professionally speaking. Once again, I'm your host Rahan Ali Muhammad, and I welcome you back to this. And I hope we can, you know, go on this journey and continue it. I hope you enjoyed episode one with Dr. Imran. I really appreciate him for coming out, taking some time out of his day to do it. Um, also very sorry about the audio quality. I hope it's a lot better in this episode. Um, if there are any, you know. Anything you want to tell me, do um, either comment it on below the video or do get in touch by Instagram or email. But without further ado, welcome to episode two. With me today, I have Rezwan Ahmed, an engineer by profession who's, an, who's specifically an electrical engineer. Rezwan, good evening. How are you?
1: Hi, Rehan. Good. How are you? Happy to be here.
0: I'm good. Um, thank you very much for taking some time out of your day to do this. I really appreciate it.
1: No problem. Happy to be here.
0: All right. So let's get started. So Rezvan, who are you? you know, who is Reswan? What does he do?
1: Sure. Yeah, thanks. Um, so I'm a project development director at Cross Boundary Energy. Um, Cross Boundary Energy is a renewable energy investment firm. We finance and develop uh, renewable energy projects across Africa and Australia for commercial and industrial customers. So we do um, solar uh, photovoltaic projects, solar PV, uh, wind projects as well, and battery energy storage projects for large commercial and industrial customers. And in my role, I oversee the commercial and technical development of these projects um, across Africa, mainly.
0: Okay, so I want to go into sort of your engineer career. So how long did it you know, take for you to become an engineer?
1: Yeah, sure. So I, I studied electrical engineering in Canada. I went to the University of Waterloo for my, my undergrad. Uh, I did electrical engineering, like I said. Uh, it took five years. The engineering program uh, length varies uh, from one country to another, Uh, It also varies from one university to another. So at the University of Waterloo, we had what's called a co-op program, uh, which is where you have um, one term of school and then another term of an internship. And you do that for five years uh, back to back. So you don't get much of a summer break, unfortunately. But um, after five years, if you go to Waterloo, you will have the opportunity to do six different internships. And you can choose to do that at six different companies or one company for all six internships or however uh, you'd like to to set that up other universities in canada have co-op programs as well um, but in some cases those are optional Uh, at waterloo it was a compulsory requirement as part of the uh, electrical engineering program there and other universities also have it structured in a different way so they might do a co-op program or an internship program in the summer you know, from first year or from second year onwards, uh, for for us, uh, our co-op programs our, our co-op internships, sorry, they started straight from the first year, all the way up to up to um, the final year. So we we had four years of of academic uh, courses, but because we had this co-op program, the overall length of the program became five years. Uh, in the UK, for example, um, engineering programs tend to be three years for a bachelor's and four years for a master's. Um, and then they have different types of uh, internship programs as well uh, that you could add on to that. Um, so yeah, like I said, it varies by country, but but this was what my program was.
0: So the program you did, was it an undergrad, um, a master's or a PhD?
1: So, so my program was an undergrad. Uh, it's, it's called uh, Bachelors of Applied Science. Um, and again, the way that the degree is named varies from one country to another. So in Canada, usually uh, undergraduate engineering degrees are, are given the degree uh, Bachelor of Applied Science uh, in whatever um, engineering specialty you're focusing on. So my degree is Bachelor of Applied Science in Electrical Engineering. Um, other degrees would have Bachelor of Applied Science, for example, in mechanical engineering, as, as an example. In other countries, the engineering degree sometimes is called a Bachelor's of Engineering. And in other countries as well, you might have a Bachelor of Science in Engineering. So um, the the name varies, uh, but but basically that's what an engineering degree is uh, from one country to the other.
0: So to become an engineer, do you need to do just an undergrad or like, do you feel like if you did a master's, it would help you more than just doing an undergrad?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. So uh, again, it depends on what you're trying to do with your degree. In Canada, the uh, engineering profession is a regulated profession, so similar to how Uh, medicine and law are regulated professions, meaning you need a license to practice those professions. Uh, In certain countries, you need a license to practice engineering. So Canada is one of those countries. In order to become a licensed professional engineer, the minimum requirement is you need to have a bachelor's degree or an undergraduate degree in engineering uh, in any engineering field. Uh, That degree uh, needs to be accredited by the Canadian Engineering Accreditation Board, and then you have to go through a series of exams, uh, as well as some experience requirements, in order to qualify as a professionally, uh, as a professional engineer, uh, licensed to practice engineering uh, in Canada. Um, if you want to go into research, obviously, then uh, you need you need further um, degrees, so you know, masters, a PhD, uh, and so on. So it depends on what field you wanna specialize in and also what you'd like to be doing because not everybody who gets an engineering degree does the same type of work. Engineering is quite a broad field and and people who go into studying engineering come out and do very different things. Um, so it's, it's not a one size fits all um, approach. Uh, it, it really depends on what you're looking to do with your career after you study engineering. Uh, that would guide what the next steps would be in terms of a master's, it's a question that that many people who study uh, engineering in the, in their undergrad ask, you know do i do I need to get a master's to help me?" And again, it depends on uh, if you're interested in specializing in a particular area of your engineering field, then it could be beneficial to have a master's because you'll get more in-depth knowledge in that particular area that you're specializing in. Um, but like I said earlier, in order to practice engineering as a professional engineer, the minimum requirement is a bachelor's degree or an undergrad degree.
0: So why did you become an engineer? You know, there's so many other careers, you know, doctors, pilots, you know, lawyers. Why did you become an engineer?
1: Yeah, so I, I became an engineer uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, one of the reasons was that um, I used to enjoy science a lot. So when I was in uh, in elementary school and high school, my favorite subjects were always the science subjects. Um, so uh, it's something I enjoyed and, and I was also good at those subjects. And then I was also pretty good at math. And so the combination of science and math sort of Led to a certain list of options in terms of careers. So, uh, for me, I was deci- deciding between going into medicine or going into engineering. And the reason why I picked engineering was because um, I felt that it allowed me to have more options open. So, if you go into engineering and you study uh, engineering for your undergrad degree, um, that doesn't close off opportunities for you to do other things. In fact. Um, engineering is usually considered a good foundation to go into a variety of different careers. So you have people who go and study engineering and become professional engineers and you know specialize in a particular field of engineering and do that for their career. You have other people who go into engineering for their undergrad and then uh, choose to go into finance. And because of the quantitative aspects of your engineering program, and the amount of math you do and the amount of you know really complicated math that you have to go through over the four or five years that you're studying people in the finance industry find that very useful because you have that quantitative ability after having gone through that that undergrad program that you can easily transition into a a finance type uh, job or career other people choose to go into research uh, in a variety of different fields um, and then there's also engineers that go into business. Um, so again, it's a good, good foundational degree for that. And lastly, you know, I mentioned that I was d- debating between medicine and engineering. Uh, one of the reasons why I picked engineering was because, in case I wanted to go into medicine later, I could use engineering as a as a prerequisite for that. Because I was planning to go and study in Canada, and in Canada, in order to do medicine you need to have an undergraduate degree in science first. And it can be any science degree, and engineering counts as a science degree. So, uh, basically, by doing my undergrad in engineering, I still had the option after I graduated to go and apply to medical school, and, and my degree would be recognized for that.
0: Looks like you had a lot of backup options.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I think, you know, it's in, in life, it's, it's good to have options because you never know what's going to happen in the future. And so that's the way I was thinking about it. But also from from, you know, my own interests, like, you know, you asked why I went into engineering. Uh, you know, not only was I interested in science and then things, but, you know, there's a reason why I specifically picked electrical engineering. And, and that's because um, I was always fascinated by um, electricity. I was fascinated by technology. Electronics, um, power and energy systems. Um, Those are things that um, I was always interested in reading about and learning about. Um, And so naturally, I felt that if I had to pick a a specialty within the engineering field, electrical was the one that stood out for me because it it gave me the opportunity to learn more about those areas that I was interested in uh, and potentially to have a career uh, in, in one of those areas.
0: So are you happy being an engineer?
1: Yeah, I am. Um, I think uh, I found my um, undergraduate education quite valuable and that experience of having gone through that. It it wasn't easy. Um, Engineering is not an easy degree program to go through. So, you know, in some respects, it was like five years of torture. (laughs) But ultimately, you come out... Having built a whole host of different skills, um, including the softer skills, like you know resilience and the ability to um, solve problems, not just um, academic problems but you know life problems and so um, I found that quite valuable in terms of the skills that it helped me to develop um, and then when I graduated, I went into uh, professional engineering, so I worked for an engineering consulting firm called Arup. Uh, and we were designing buildings and infrastructure projects all over the world. And I, I worked at Arab for over four years after I graduated. Ultimately, I became a pro- professional engineer through that experience. Um, and I found it quite rewarding because uh, one of the things I enjoyed uh, about being an engineer uh, and working on designing buildings and infrastructure projects is that um, at the end of the day, all the work that you're doing, you get to see it in real life, you get to see something real being built um, from the work that that you've put effort into, um, and it's always rewarding to see that happening. It's not just um, paperwork, or it's not just something you're sitting on a computer um, and, and doing for hours and hours a day. But ultimately, you're 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 getting to impact um, the design of something that will be built in real life. And not only that, but you'll actually end up impacting people's lives because um, engineering is in everything that you see around you. You know, the the microphone and speaker system that you're using was designed by engineers. The computers that we're using were designed by engineers. Uh, the building that you're sitting in was designed by engineers. So in all aspects of life, engineering has some sort of impact or influence. Um, and it's well, it's quite rewarding to see um, that the work that you do has an impact on people's lives.
0: So you mentioned about, um, you know, engineering having an impact on our lives. Like, you know, you said the phone, we're using laptop, buildings and all. That leads me to my next question. Do you fear that AI could take over your job in the future? Do you fear that, you know, AI will become the engineer? You know, you have a robot, you know, planning out schematics for a building, you know, building microphones, speakers, laptops.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. And I think, um, yeah, AI has a huge potential to change many different industries and many different careers. I think that there are certain aspects of the work that engineers do today that will definitely be impacted by AI. And because of that, the work that engineers do will change. Um, Having said that, not all engineers do the same type of work. You know, Engineering is a very broad field. There's many different specialties within engineering. The main specialties are electrical, mechanical, chemical, and civil. And then um, the rest of the specialties are usually a combination of those different, different ones, but those four would be the core ones. I, I think there's aspects within each of those specialties that will be impacted by AI. But I don't think that the role of the engineer will will go away completely because of AI. In my view, engineering also has a human element to it. Um, One of the things that is important as an engineer is that you have a duty to the public uh, in terms of protecting safety. And sometimes when you're working on an engineering problem or a design, there's a human element that needs to be considered about how will the design impact people or impact people's lives. And I don't think currently that AI has the ability to take that into consideration uh, because I I think AI is operating within a certain set of rules. Um, I mean, ultimately AI has been created by humans and uh, humans define what those parameters are within which that AI program would operate. So I think you still will need that human element to make those judgment calls when it comes to safety, uh, when it comes to protecting um, human interests. And also, you know, engineering problems tend to be complex. And yes, AI is is great for data crunching and solving problems, you know, certain types of complex problems. But I think that it's always important to have that human element involved in any design.
0: So, you know, I want to move into, like, you know, the now sort is the career competitive?
1: Yeah, engineering is a, is a very competitive career. You know, to, to get into an engineering program at uh, any of the top engineering schools in the world, um, you need to have really good grades, um, and not only good grades, but good extracurriculars as well, because um, most good schools are looking for well-rounded individuals, um, and it's really competitive to, to get into any engineering program. Having said that, I think many programs are competitive, so it's not only engineering that's a competitive program to get into, but I'm speaking from the perspective of having gone through an undergraduate program in engineering. And and usually there's a whole process of writing essays as part of your applications and things that is common across um, many of the degree programs that you would apply for. Uh, But yeah, engineering tends to have quite a high requirement in terms of your, your grades uh, and, and what they're expecting. And then, you know, to help to differentiate yourself, it, it always helps to have um, extracurriculars uh, as well uh, as, as a strong part of your application. Um, and then, you know, after you graduate, the competition doesn't stop there, right? After you graduate, you're competing for jobs. And engineering is quite a competitive field from that perspective as well, because, there's a lot of really smart people that are graduating with engineering degrees um, from different schools, and many of them are, are looking to apply to the same jobs. And so the job market is also competitive. But the good thing is engineering is a growing field. You know, there's um, lots of technological advancement. There's lots of infrastructure inv- advancement. There's lots of different aspects of the world economy that require engineers and there's this demand, this constant demand for engineers. So um, I think as much as it's competitive, it's also a growing field. So there's opportunities, you know, wherever you look in the world
0: uh, for engineers. So would you stay in the career? Would you be an engineer maybe for the next 20, 30 years? Yeah, I,
1: I think it's a, it's a tricky question. Uh, it's, it's hard to answer that with a yes or no. Uh, because it's not it's not it's not black or white so so basically for me, I studied electrical engineering and I am a licensed professional electrical engineer. However, I'm not practicing engineering at the moment. Um, the work that I do is not considered practicing engineering because I'm not working on designs, for example. Uh, the work that I do, Involves um, looking at renewable energy investments and and helping to structure uh, you know agreements that help those renewable energy uh, projects come into fruition, and also overseeing the the, the technical development of these um, renewable energy projects. But I'm I'm not the person actually designing um, designing the solar plant or the wind farm or you know putting together the design drawings and things like that. There's there's other engineers that do that. But having said that. The fact that I studied engineering and understand the fundamentals uh, and also the fact that I worked as an electrical engineer um, for uh, a few years as part of my career helps me to understand what's going on and understand what questions to ask. So, you know, going forward in, in, in the future, I'll still be an engineer because I studied engineering, uh, but what I might be doing in my day to day job may or may not be engineering. So I, I don't know if that answers the question, but but hopefully it gives you a sense of like it's it's not a yes or a no, but it's it's sort of uh, it, there's different factors involved, and you know you can you can be a member of a profession uh, without necessarily uh, practicing that profession on a day to day basis, but you can still benefit from the knowledge that you've gained uh, by either studying or working in that profession.
0: So do you think there is space for more people to join the career? I mean, you know, I have friends that are you know interested in becoming engineers i know other people in my generation maybe a few generations before me and the coming generations so do you think there's space for more engineers to come into the field
1: yeah absolutely Uh, like i said earlier engineering is a growing field you know you look at technology today you know smartphones and computers and so on there's constant innovation that's happening and the innovation is being done by engineers, and the people who bring the theory uh, into real life are our engineers. So, you know, the, all of the big tech firms, you know, Google, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and and others, they, you know, their foundation is built by engineers. Basically, like uh, they 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 hire you know thousands of engineers. Um, to, to help them build the products and services that they offer. And there's more firms like that all around the world. And uh, technology is quite a big part of our lives and it'll continue to be a big part of our lives. Uh, and as long as that's the case, that means that there will continuously be a demand for engineers. Having said that as well, like I said earlier, um, not all engineers are working in in that field of technology. There's, there's engineers that do other things. So for example, um, Buildings need to be built, and you know, for the foreseeable future, we will have a demand for buildings of different types to be built. You know, residential buildings, commercial buildings, recreational buildings—all those types of projects um, require um, engineers uh, for them. So you you need civil engineers and mechanical engineers and electrical engineers and structural engineers to be involved in those uh, buildings projects or infrastructure projects around the world. Uh, You know, you have transportation projects that are coming up, like roads and bridges and public transit infrastructure needing to be built. All those areas require the involvement of engineers. You also have the pharmaceutical industry, chemical engineers um, are involved in in that space. You've got factories being built. Um, You know, the people who map out the processes um, for a manufacturing facility usually have some sort of an engineering background. So, you know, wherever you look, I think there will be um, a huge demand for engineers going into the future.
0: So the last question for today is what's one piece of advice you would give someone thinking about becoming an engineer?
1: Yeah, it's a a good question. I don't know if there's one piece of advice I would give, but um, perhaps there's some some general advice I would give. If you're considering going into engineering, I, I would say that It's a good field to go into, you know, I am biased because I am an engineer. So um, I I would only say good things about the profession, but I I think it's quite a rewarding uh, profession to go into. But the one thing to keep in mind is if you choose to study engineering in your undergrad, that doesn't mean you're locked into that one career path. So you should view it as an option. That um, you know allows you to to consider engineering as a profession, but you can also go and do something else completely different. And like I mentioned earlier, engineering is a good foundation to go into many different things. So if you're if you're thinking about going into engineering, but you're not sure if you want to be an engineer after you graduate or you want to work as an engineer, that's completely fine. You know many people who go into engineering don't end up becoming engineers as you know as part of their careers or professional engineers they go and do something else so yeah the one thing I would say is like don't be locked in what I would say is to follow your passions if you're interested in science and math and you enjoy those subjects um, and also if you enjoy making a real-world impact um, by using science and math and you enjoy building things and you enjoy you know seeing, theory being put into practice or you enjoy solving problems because engineering is all about solving problems then I would recommend that you you consider engineering um, as, as a potential path and then once you go into it you know you'll you'll learn new things other options will will, will open up and um, you'll be able to have a good foundation to work from you know with, a, with an engineering degree so that, that would be my sort of high- level advice.
0: And also, like you mentioned, you know, as an engineer, you can get into things like finance, medicine, all these other careers. So I mean, it does look like a good career to bring you a foundation to you know your future.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a good, like I said, good foundational program to go into uh, because it equips you with those with those uh, with those skills. Uh, The other thing I would say on this is, like, you know. Engineering is not only about the science and math, it's also about the problem solving. And what what you get by going through an engineering program is the ability to, to look at any kind of problem and try and break it down into its different components and and try and solve it. And like that, the frameworks of problem solving that you get by going through an engineering degree are are helpful in different areas of life, not not only in in your career, but in in other aspects as well. Um, And so, you know, those softer skills are also things that are quite valuable to have. Uh, The problem solving skills, the um, detail-orientedness, the ability to you know know what questions to ask so that sort of inquisitive nature you 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 really develop that as you go through an engineering program because you know the the program is quite intense but you know after you come out of it some of the some of the skills that you're practicing by going through that program start to become second nature and and you know you can take them into different aspects of
0: your life thank you Rezvan, for that interesting conversation i know it went by really fast but i think i learned A lot about engineering. Will I become an engineer? Maybe not. I don't think my math grades are as good for that as I think they should be. But hopefully this has helped someone, you know, get a bit more insight into the engineering career. Thank you very much for taking some time out of your busy day to do this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem,
1: Rehan. Really happy to be here. And I hope that um, the information I shared uh, will, will be helpful to some people
0: yeah I hope so too. to the viewers. thank you very much for you know listening, taking some time to listen. I hope you do enjoy it. um do come back next episode. that should be coming out soon. from me and Rezvan, um we are out Rezvan, Any last words?
1: No, uh, I think uh, I think that covered it. but um all the best to anyone who's considering an engineering uh career. um I think it's a rewarding career to go into um and um you know go in without any fear um it's it's a really good good career
0: so do follow us thank you Reswan, once again for that do follow us on all our social media pages um youtube spotify google podcast instagram so at professionally speaking do follow us on that from here and Reswan, we're out i hope you enjoyed we hope to see you again soon